Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, Hi. audience. <laughs> that was a weird <laughs> intro. I got switched up just a little bit every time. <laughs> just, you're distracted, I think. Uh, this is Once Upon a Time Edition. What was the name of this episode? Broken Kingdom or The Broken Kingdom. The, something like that. Yeah, somewhere along those lines. Yeah. This was an enjoyable episode in a rather despicable way. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of double crossings. We got like we just stayed in Camelot, which we kind of had hoped for way back when we did our premiere. Yeah, that was, and, and they've been doing fine without doing that. But it was it was nice to kind of get a solid yes. Camelot flashback. I I think it, I think that was a very good choice. Um, Storybrooke stuff can get kind of tedious when there's not a forward direction, mm-hmm. and uh, it was good to get. Lay all this groundwork in, I think, for what actually happened in Camelot. It does give you, you know, we had the issue with Arthur, and I mean, he's still evil. But it did kind of show that it comes out of, of obsessiveness. I mean, he's a he's a very driven guy. At some point, he went off the rails. Yeah, they should have. Almost that, done a little bit of that earlier. That last scene in the last episode where he was like, we'll rebuild Camelot here, shouldn't have been in that episode. They could have put it... Like at the end of this episode, or, or something. They must have meant it as a teaser. They must have meant it as a teaser, but I think it came off weird as yeah. a teaser. And yeah, it would have come off much better now because you you saw him become from a normal guy to an obsessive guy who would do that kind of thing. Where before you were like, where did this come from? Just, <laughs> I mean, it was weird. Like if they yeah. hadn't put that thing at the end of last episode and tacked it on here or somewhere else, or just got rid of it, really. I mean, yeah. it would be fine. It was a pretty good character arc and a pretty good character study, I think. I still sort of begrudge that, not that King Arthur, even in the stories, is like a a perfect king, but I don't particularly like how they set up Camelot as this great place, and then this episode basically just exposed that it's all a fraud. Like, it, it sort of goes along this theme that they've been in that where none of the protagonists are really as good as you think they are. And all the villains are are just misunderstood and go on this wrong way. And it just the longer the show goes on, the more it blurs those lines yeah. in ways that yeah. I don't particularly enjoy. Well, this one, generally I really enjoy the episode, but they always had this theme of like, Lancelot Guinevere, you really are destined for each other. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, even if Arthur is ridiculous, she, he's still married to Guinevere. I mean, granted, it's now like a half fake. You get the magic thing, but... Well, it's sort of like there's the squicky thing from even the first season where Mary Margaret and David were attracted to each other, even though they thought David was married to... And it was always weird because, like, well... But, even though they're actually married, they think that they aren't, and it was just yeah. is really uncomfortable that vibe. Here, it's like no, Arthur and Guinevere are actually married. There's no f- maybe about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, they're not even unhappily married. I mean, they're they're magically happy. Well, I mean, it wasn't like it was a a sham marriage or yeah. something like that. Everyone knows this is a story of couple that's been, you know, they were kids and they yeah. were together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they were going through a rough patch. Like, we saw they set up the story of them as young kids yeah. talking about being husband and wife and, you know, the king and queen, which goes against the her true love, the thing that could have fixed the kiss, or the kid that could have fixed the whole thing was Lancelot? I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. It, and it, even even the way they played it as they were older, it always seemed like it was a little more Lancelot and less her. Yeah, she wasn't didn't really even see him. All, 
it wasn't even a really romantic thing until like all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'm going to leave you for this one guy that actually showed some interest in me. It's like, yeah, she was actually concerned. She really wanted her husband back. It wasn't like she had completely switched over. It was, which then made the true love's kiss thing kind of weak to me. I was like, we can break this curse now. I'm like, it's such a, it's really a very, Weak. It's such a revisionist statement. It's like no one sh- should read the story, the legend of Arthur and Guinevere and Lancelot as if Lancelot had, or if Arthur had just been okay with this whole thing, Camelot wouldn't have fallen. That's, <laughs> that's not the message of that story. It's a tragedy because of all the the trouble that thing, that started. When they first used the magic dust to fix their marriage, at first I'm like, wait, doesn't that like forbid one of those Things about, you know, one of the few things fall in love from, but it wasn't really. It wasn't. I thought that too, but they got around it a little bit because. She was in love with him for why? Yeah, it wasn't that she wasn't in love with him or. or It fixed the the riff. Still a little. I did not like. Like, I still have this little bit of potion from all these years ago, (laughs) and I knew I would need it right now. (laughs) After casting it on the entire kingdom. I'm like. (laughs) Come on. Well, and, and I mean, I will say to defend it on that one note, I think it's interesting that according to Rebel Stiltskin's original description of it, these things aren't actually fixed. They just have the appearance of being fixed. Yeah. So yeah, I will. That would be interesting to see if they stick with that definition. Yeah. Once upon a time, is pretty good at stretching the definitions of what some of their magic does. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that at some point the spell will be broken, basically, and they all kind of wake up, wake up, and sort of realize what happened. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I wonder know. if it's. I wonder if it's broken when the, they came in the curse. Have we seen Gwynevere and Arthur in Storybrooke yeah. together? That's a good question. No, we're looking yeah. at Gwynevere, aren't we? Did they find them? Yeah, yeah, they found the. Camp. I think I thought they did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they saw Lancelot yet. Yeah. I don't know about that. Speaking of Lancelot, wasn't wasn't that special chair around the round table his? Yes. But when was he ever there? Oh, because I made the castle afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Unless it was in the tower. It could have been the Merlin's tower, tower originally. Maybe. 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 Yeah, well, that's and, still a little... I mean, a, a lot of Camelot is apparently fabricated in this version anyway. So, I mean, that could just be that something Arthur said to kind of keep the... He's Man, he's he's woven a pretty tangled web here. You know yeah. what else? I, though, what I, apparently his, his knights trust him, though, apparently. I yeah, mean, apparently. I don't... Well, I didn't like... And they do this all the time. <laughs> I don't know. It's cheap storytelling or cheap writing in a way. Like this... You blatantly show Snow and him fighting. You blatantly go, you could not watch those, you couldn't re-watch those scenes and go, oh, he's trying to trick him. They're written in a way, or there's this thing where then when they go, oh yeah, we were just fooling you. You're like, no, you weren't. They they did say the fight was real. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of bought it in this case because, well, partly because I thought it was cool that that May Margaret and... um, David were accomplishing something. And they were doing something. Yeah. And then they did at least admit that the fight was real. Because it kind of actually makes sense to me, to a certain extent, that they would fight and then kind of say, wait a second, maybe we should... Yeah, pretty... Well, and then, but then he would say, But then he... I can kind of go with, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. But he threw in the line about, oh, you give me this big fluffy chair to fool me. Uh, you think I'm going to get... You did get hoodwinked by the big fluffy chair. <laughs> That's you true. Did. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, I can, I can, I can go, go with you, you know, there. You there was another... They, I, 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 can, I can imagine him being a little vindictive at that point. 
like I don't know. It worked for me, I think, because I think if you had had some sort of foreshadowing, then we'd be kind of suspicious of it the whole time. And I'm not sure it's that... It kind of worked for me, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know foreshadowing, you would have been like, okay, obviously they're going to do this. But they, like, they're always on one side or the other. They completely make it so there's no way you would know. Or it's so boldly obvious that you're like, okay. And there's never any, like, like, mystery, like... What are they going to do? Is this the way? You know, there's never any of that, I guess. You can see I that. Know. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. It's funny. When they were kind of revealing, making the reveal, I almost for a second thought when they said it's not the real dagger, I thought maybe it might be Regina posing as Snow White. Oh. Because she, she actually sounded a little sassy, like and, Regina, for a second. And if you want to do Zach's thing, you could have just had some random scene with Regina doing something that we don't know what. You know, it's a magic-y thing. Yeah. And then be like, oh, okay. Yeah, at the end, apparently, she'd been spending all day hiding the dagger. You know, we could just seen her. And we have no idea what she was actually... Well, and and why... Well, I mean, it played for me fine, but I get it. Like, if your goal was to fool... The goal was to fool... Or to fool the king, wasn't it? Yeah. Weren't they, like, hey, we can't trust the king and whatever? Then why are you completely hoodwinking Lancelot as well? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I think they were just trying to double-blind test both of them. Sell the whole thing. I mean, all around, it was a good. It was a good episode. This this season's been stronger in general. Well, since. Start, the first episode was awful. <laughs> well, the f- it wasn't awful. No, it wasn't awful until the, the last five, five, five seconds. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awful. No, yeah. I mean, I, structurally, structurally, I think this episode really does work. It's just thematically, they they keep doing some things that bug me, just but, from my worldview perspective. Yeah. But yeah, the back yeah. and forth of the five year earlier and back and forth, the, just focusing on the cam line, giving us, you well, know, and Zach had with it was like, where's this castle come from in five years? I was very glad they, because I could have completely seen them not even there. <laughs> like, it would have disappeared or something. I'm like, five years is a short amount of time to build this, this castle, you know? So I was glad they answered that. You know yeah. what I mean? I thought that was good. I was like, Okay, it was an obvious plot hole that I was like, oh man, they're just going to leave this go again. And no, they actually did it, which I was happy. And and I'm kind of I'm looking forward to the the Merida teaching uh, tutoring Rapunzel story next uh, time. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, Rapunzelstiltskin. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? That, would, that should be lots of. Fun. I mean, that's an angle I have not. You know, that's a clever idea. You, what I think will be interesting is how well they do. He tried not to be a coward a lot. I would be a little disappointed if he if it, in trains what? for a little bit and he's not a coward. You know what I mean? It's like this coward thing he fought against for a long time. So one and he made horrible decisions as a coward. You know, life and death. You know, like he let his son go. I mean, things yeah. that were big things. If he just changes into this somewhat brave guy... After one training montage? Yeah, after a couple of training things, I'm going to be taken. No, but he should... I mean, I can see him changing. I don't... I agree with you there. Earlier than before, but he's he's processed a lot. I know, but they have to... They have to show that Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if he's just like, I'm training, like, I can be brave, I can... Like, you lost your son, you (laughs) turned the bad guy, like, a couple of different times because of this. You know, like, I'm going to be mad. But it's an interesting angle to do what we were thinking. What are you going to do with Rumpel now? But yeah. it's something It's something new. It's a growth of a different well, sort. Well, it's, it's actually – I haven't seen the Brave movie, so I don't know how you know it comes with the word – the name Brave or whatnot. But it's clever. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a, it's a neat – It is clever. I, they're doing more 
I don't know. They're doing some really interesting things with Merida. It seems like. a little more subtle than some of the. Yeah. It's on the Frozen stuff. Frozen subtle, stuff. But it's, not, it's not been their strong suit with Disney characters. <laughs> I mean, she is, I will say, much like Frozen, she does look like she's wearing some fancy cosplay, basically. It's yeah, the exact yeah, same it costume. It so well with... Does it blend? Whenever they use the same costume, they kind of raise an eyebrow. But, but yeah, start, you gotta do some of it. But yeah, you know. You can, we'll see how long Oh, wait, we haven't even mentioned, I know we're late, well, but we gotta mention the Henry scene. <laughs> that was my oh, favorite. that was fantastic. <laughs> oh, man, the way Hook's look and that was just <laughs> was gold. priceless. And I think this episode, Hook had a bigger smile than, like, then, I ever remember seeing him have. You know, he always had that smirk. Yeah, he, like legitimately big smiled a couple of times in this. Um, yeah, you don't get to see that too which often. Which you don't see very often. And then was extra sad when you think about last week's. You know what yeah. I mean? Where he was like a yeah. crush. Yeah. And we should also point out real quick, uh, creepy Rumpelstiltskin was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> the, they do a really good job with that too. Yep. They didn't play most of the characters pretty well. I mean, it's fun to see almost everyone had the purpose, except Zelina somewhere. I can still. I, I, I thought for a minute she was going to be in the jail with Lancelot yeah. because the we don't know where she is. Quite like it. I thought it might be too. Yeah. I, I really think. Um, but it's good just to bow her out. She's not going to do anything important. Yeah. As much as they've done, I mean, and they've done as a good a job as they have recently on Snow and Charming. But I still, you could have written all these episodes without. Them. <laughs> I mean, you really still could have. They threw them in, uh, but I really didn't. I didn't care. You know, and you could do the whole. And it's still, like, the Henry thing, I don't know if it's because of the actor or what they're doing. They haven't played him very much, which you would play, I would think, like, his mom's the dark one. He would be on a mission as much as anybody would. To, and then be, yeah, to, to try to help her. It looks like they're going to get into that some next episode. Uh, yeah, which I'm glad, <laughs> because it was like, he's been her sidekick the whole time. And like, oh, my mom's the dark one, I'm going to go... Yeah. This girl's cute, so I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were barely. Yeah, well, that's true. I think. I think. I think right now he's like. I, they're all doing magic stuff, like you know. Yeah. So we'll okay. see, but we got to wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, that is a long one. <laughs> all right, so uh, make sure you tune in to us next time at Derailed Trains of Thought Blogspot Meanwhile, this is Tim. This is Nick. You else? And everyone else in the Hayden household who refuses to be acknowledged. <laughs> all right. Adios. Bye. <laughs>